Riddle Me That is brought to you by Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. Use creation tools right from your phone and your computer, and Anchor will distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. And it's free. And now, your host, Alex Riddle. Riddle, 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 Riddle. What is up, everybody? You're tuning in to the Riddle Me That podcast with your host, Alex Riddle. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about the AFC and the NFC Championship as Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady prevail, who will now square off in the Super Bowl. You know, I said that, you know, the Packers Chiefs was a Super Bowl America wanted. I stand corrected. Tom Brady against Patrick Mahomes is the Super Bowl that America has been waiting for. Two goats, the only goats in football, squaring off once again in the playoffs. Should be an unbelievable atmosphere. We have the weekend performing at halftime. Too bad it's not this weekend. It is on February 7th. But lots to talk about regarding who will win between goat number one, Tom Brady, and goat number two, Patrick Mahomes. We're also going to dive into some college hoops. As the Big Ten is heating up right now, Joe Lenardi says that 10 teams can possibly make it from the Big Ten, which probably is a record that's insane. Uh, So lots to talk about in the Big Ten. Not a lot to talk about in the NBA besides COVID has kind of been taking over. Games are still happening, but lots of games being postponed. So what will happen towards the end of the season for the NBA? Will we go back to a bubble? Let's dive on in. So last Sunday, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers took on Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers in the NFC Championship, along with Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs taking on Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills in the AFC Championship. And it was the two GOATs, Brady and Mahomes, that were the stars of the show. They led their teams to victory, and there was no looking back. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense was unbelievable. They have been so good the second half of the season, you know, only being 6-5 and five to start the season. Everyone's kind of writing them off, especially after being blown up by the Saints. was looking good. But Tom Brady, think about it. Tom Brady just got Tampa Bay. They haven't, you know, figured things out yet. Him and Arians weren't quite on the same page. But they did figure it out. Gronkowski showing up in the, in the NFC Championship. It shows, okay, Tom Brady and, and Gronkowski can go anywhere together and get shit done. It's unbelievable that these two led this team to a Super Bowl. Aaron Rod- but Aaron Rodgers had an awesome game in Green Bay. I mean, awesome maybe a stretch, but he played solid. Devontae Adams was doing Devontae Adams things. Aaron Jones was good. Packers defense just couldn't hold up with Brady. You know, that, that touchdown at the end of the half to Scott and Miller crushed Green Bay. You know, they were down the whole second half. But give Green Bay credit. They came back, and it came down to the final, uh, the second to final drive, where we have the controversial go for a field goal instead of go for a touchdown, go for a two-point conversion to tie it up. I don't understand that call by Matt LaFleur, and, and, and neither did Aaron Rodgers. You know, when asked after the game, was it your decision, uh, or what was your decision on going for a touchdown in the situation? He said, you know, the, the decision wasn't mine. So obviously, Aaron Rodgers was all about going for the tie, and so was everyone. You know, they're on the eight-yard line. It's fourth and goal. The season's on the line. 
you know, if you don't get it, you still have three timeouts and a two-minute warning. You're on uh, the Buffalo – or Buffalo – the Tampa Bay eight-yard line. So, like, you're in great field position, you know, to get a stop. But what do they do? They go for a field goal, down by five. Tampa Bay gets first downs, game over. So Matt LaFleur looks like a complete idiot. Um, you know, but nonetheless, great season for Green Bay. Now where they want to end up, you know, losing another NFC championship. But you know what? They ran into the wrong guy. Tom Brady doing his dance in Tampa Bay. All the credit to Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I I had Green Bay in the Super Bowl, as I said last week. But Tom Brady showed up, and he's here to get ready. You know, playing in Tampa Bay for the Super Bowl. Never been done before by a team. And here we are, Buccaneers and Tom Brady getting it done. Taking on Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. The Chiefs taking care of business against the Bills. We're down 9-0 early, but taking care of business the rest of the game. The rest of the game is history. I mean, it's, it was such a blur. It was such a beatdown by the Chiefs. Chiefs defense showing up. Uh, they've been great lately. Tyreek Hill, story of this game. I mean, unbelievable run. Well, a catch and run, I should say. You know, he gets seems like a running back sometimes because he's always just juking people out, but... Tyreek Hill was awesome. Kelsey was doing, you know, his dance all over the field. The Chiefs are the real deal. And they might win 10 Super Bowls in a row as long as Mahomes and Kelsey and Hill stay together. Awesome franchise. I love Andy Reid. Uh, he's so calm on the sideline. Always making the right decision. Uh, and, and he's going for that back-to-back, baby. Andy Reid is all business. And he's ready to go on to Tampa Bay and take on Brady. I mean, this is going to be... you know. You almost forget that these two played each other in 2018 in the AFC Championship. Brady on the Patriots taking it in overtime against the Chiefs. And now here we are, the rematch in the Super Bowl. So I I, I said it earlier, I totally stand correct on the Green Bay Chiefs Super Bowl. It's the Brady against Mahomes saga. This is going to be an unbelievable atmosphere. We have the weekend performing at halftime. I mean, Ooh, I'm blinded by the lights. I mean, that's going to be unbelievable. I mean, luckily, the game is until February 7th, so I don't I don't have to make a pick on this segment. I'm not going to. Uh, I, I don't want to speak too soon. Uh, but people are flowing picks right now. The, the current spread right now is the Chiefs minus three, Buccaneers plus three. The Buccaneers have been plus three pretty much every game, and they have done more than cover that spread. So going to be a fun Week and a half seeing these teams, you know, in the press conferences, what they have to say about each other. But it's going to be a hell of an atmosphere in Tampa Bay. So I want to dive into some college hoops right now. I haven't talked to a lot of college hoops on this podcast. I'm a huge college hoops guy. I watch it every day. Um, but there hasn't been, you know, a ton to talk about. It's been kind of crazy, you know, with with the COVID schedule, a lot of teams playing back-to-backs. You know, not going to... Know, you know, who's going to be where until a couple months. Anyway, so college basketball is one of those things where, yeah, I, I consume it every day. I know everything about it. But at the end of the day, I don't know where teams are going to stand until about a month right now where conference tournaments are going to start to happening and, and, and we can see where people are on the bubble. You know, there is a bubble right now, but it's, it's such an early bubble. Like those teams, like first four in, first four out, they're, they're going to be so different in about a month. So there's no point of even talking about about that, but I do want to talk about the Big Ten as this is kind of an unprecedented season. How the Big Ten is as good as I've ever seen it. You know, someone asked me, Oh, who's gonna win the Big Ten conference? I'm like, I don't even know. I mean, 
Anything could happen. You have, as I said earlier on the show, 10 teams are probably going to make it this year. 10 teams. So you have, you know, at the top, you have Iowa, Wisconsin, you know, U of I's up there, Ohio State. You know, you get got those blue blood teams. Uh, and then you've got teams like, you know, Maryland, Michigan State. You know, can they make a run? Uh, and then you and then you have teams like Indiana. They're right there. You know, they can beat good teams, but they also can lose to awful teams. Uh, Penn State starting to play better ball. There's just so many schools that you're like, wow, I have no idea what's going to happen down that stretch. But I do know that all those teams are going to be dangerous teams in the tournament because they are so battle-tested already, nothing's going to phase them. You, know, you have teams day in, day out that you're like, wow, like, I probably, like, like for instance, Northwestern. Northwestern, my school, it's been a hard season because they start off 3-0 in the conference, you know, beating teams like Ohio State who are ranked high up there. Uh, and you know what? Now they've lost uh, six or seven games in a row. All, besides Penn State, have been ranked teams. So, you know, their schedule has been insane. It has to be a top schedule in the league, you know, and it sucks because they're like, wow, like, we're not going to win a game for about a month and a half. Well, that's the way a cookie crumbles, you know. Northwestern, definitely, you know, not where they need to be anyway. But, you know, it doesn't help that their schedule's insane. You know, they probably would have a lot better success in another conference. But they're in the Big Ten, and that's that. I don't want to get into that. But the Big Ten right now, if I had to say my top teams, I'm going to have to go with Iowa. I really like Wisconsin. I also like Ohio State. As I said before, and U of I, give me some U of I action there. They've been inconsistent, but for the most part, they've been solid. And you have a a duo in Kofi Coburn and Nasumu, and it's a squad that I don't want to mess with. You know, come Big Ten tourney time and uh, tournament time. Uh, so any of those teams uh, that have a decent uh, you know schedule in the Big Ten or not the Big Ten tournament, but the NCAA tournament, you know, if they have a a path that I like. I'm going to take those teams far. I like those teams. You know, they have upperclassmen. They have depth. They play together. I love their coaches. So all things that I look at in a team that's trying to make a Final Four run. Um, you know, I guess a dark horse team in that in that patch would be... So a team I, I haven't mentioned yet, so I'm not trying to diss them, is Purdue. Purdue is a team that I've talked about that is undervalued almost every game. Uh, for good reason, you know, they're kind of, they're a weird team, you know, can't really figure them out, they, they can go, they're a team that could potentially, you know, go on an offensive drought that can last a while, but they haven't been, you know, they have a big man in Travion Williams, um, they have shooters, uh, that, and I think Sorakovic, or not Sorakovic, uh, Stefanovic, uh, that can, you know, shoot lights out when need be, so they have guys there that can make a Sweet 16, possible Elite 8 run, but it's going to be tough, because, you know, they're not, like, one of the most elite teams in the Big Ten, but that's a team also, like, you know, go all the way in the Big Ten turn. You don't know. So I'll, a dark horse team for me is Purdue, for sure. I want to say Maryland, but they're way too inconsistent for me. They have good wins. You know, they just blew up Minnesota. Minnesota I was loving, but they're kind of, you know, that's also a team I haven't mentioned yet. Minnesota lately has been slipping. You know, they haven't looked super sharp. It's hard for me to trust a Minnesota team down the stretch, but I'm not counting that team out. They can also hang with the big guns as well. Uh, so them and Purdue are definitely, 
my dark horse teams. I also want to say Michigan State, but Michigan State just hasn't shown me this year that they can do it. You know, they've beaten good teams. They've also lost, you know, and looked terrible. So that's a team that, oh, along with Rutgers, you know, that's actually a matchup tonight. Rutgers, Michigan State. You know, who who do you pick in that game? I couldn't tell you. I want to go with Rutgers as they're at home, but, you know, they already got steamrolled by Michigan State once. Michigan State hasn't played a game in about two weeks because COVID, so they're going to come out hungry. Those are teams that I'm like, I don't know what, you know, what their deal is. So Big Ten overall looking so good this year. It's been awesome to watch. You know, every night there's a Big Ten matchup. You're like, damn, they're playing each other? Like, that looks awesome. But overall, like, you know, going into the NCAA tournament, I'm loving myself some Big Ten. I guess you see two, two, three Big Ten teams make it to the Final Four. I'm not even kidding based on, you know, what their schedule is. You know, right now I'm loving Gonzaga. I'm loving Baylor. And then I'm loving some of those uh, Big Ten teams. So those are my schools. You know, Villanova's been, you know, good in the Big East. But, you know, n- Nova can lose. You know, they're not unstoppable. But, you know, they've also looked good. So, you know, way too early to be talking about um, – you know, March Madness predictions, uh, which this is this is going to be the best time of the year coming up. The next couple of months, you know, things are going to be start looking like, okay, March Madness is coming up, you know, NBA is flowing. We're going to have a lot to talk about. So it's an exciting time to be a sports fan. You know, amidst the COVID, as I was talking about earlier, you know, not, not a lot going on in the NBA right now with COVID. You know, you know it's still early in the season. Uh, so, you know, it's, nothing goes on early in the NBA season. You know, the, the only reason that I watch anything is is because me and Coughlin have the NBA League Pass and, and we're in two fancy basketball leagues, so that keeps us interested. But, you know, until things and things start flowing, not a lot going on in the NBA right now. It's all about college basketball. College basketball is life, and coming up in the next couple of months, you're going to be hearing a lot of hoops talk in the college basketball land. Riddle's Rant of the Week. My Riddle's Rant of the Week goes out to Bill Self and the Kansas Jayhawks. My God, what is wrong with you Jayhawks? They've now lost three in a row for the first time in a long-ass time. I don't even know. It doesn't even matter. You know, on Saturday... You know, I took them to win against Oklahoma. You know, the boys needed it. We all wanted it. You know, it would have been a dream come true to start off our Saturday hot. The exact opposite. Kansas just gave us all drades. You know, blue blood, blue schmud. I mean, they they just, you know, their hearts wasn't into it. You know, they were they were lazy on defense. You know, they even took the lead in the second half, and they just didn't seem like they're like, eh, you know what, we're probably not going to win this one. They let, you know, credit to Oklahoma. They looked good. You know, Reeves was draining, you know, they had Harmon, lefty shooter, that just couldn't miss a three, so they came to play, Candace did not, they gotta figure it out, because you know what, this team, trending down in my opinion, going into March. Chief or Spotlight of the Week. My G4 Spotlight of the Week definitely goes out to Tom Brady, the GOAT, uh, leading his team to a Super Bowl, you know, first time being on the Tampa Buccaneers, 40-plus years of age, not giving a fuck about what people think. Tom Brady, you know, I never thought they'd make it this far. You know, earlier, you know, right when the podcast started, uh, when Rumi that got up and running, 
I talked about, you know, Tom Brady going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and saying, you know, you know, I I definitely was like, you know, I don't think this means Super Bowl, but people are talking about it. You know, I definitely thought it was a little overhyped. Uh, and that proved to be true halfway through the season. Uh, but now looking back, you know, I look like an idiot. How can you ever count Tom Brady out? You know, everyone always said that, oh, it's the Belichick system. Well, it's also because it's freaking Tom Brady. You know, he is the best quarterback ever. And he is marking his territory right now, you know, trying to go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and win a Super Bowl. I mean, unbelievable. You know, I, you know, they grinded it out against the Redskins or the football team. Uh, and then, you know, they go to New Orleans, take out Drew Brees. You know, Tom Brady doesn't lose the same team three times in one year. That's for sure. And then they go to Green Bay, take out uh, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. I mean, so they go on, they have three road games. You know, they're a wild card team, win them all. And now they're granted with being the home team for the Super Bowl because they're in Tampa Bay. How crazy is that? Almost like they, you know, they almost, it's almost like the, they deserve that reward because of how much road games they won. But good for Tom, good for the city of Tampa. Can't wait to see him take on the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. My flick of the week this week, it's going to go to an FX original, Snowfall. Snowfall, I recently found it on Hulu. Uh, a couple of my friends have watched it, really liked it. You know, about this show. It's kind of a you know alternative show. It's kind of weird, but it's good. You know, it's about this guy, you know, probably, you know, 16, 17 years old, lives in the hood, you know, lives with his mom, and, you know, he gets into the drug dealer life. You know, he, he was selling weed before uh, with his uncle, but... You know, well, he, you know, he wouldn't do it with his uncle, but he would supply him the weed. Uh, it wasn't anything huge, you know, pretty low key. But all of a sudden, he finds the coke. You know, big coke dealer now gets himself into trouble. You know, I'm not gonna go too far into it. I'm only, you know, halfway through the first season. But from what I can say, you know, or from what I've seen is, is you know, this is only gonna progress into wilder things. You know, you have also, you know, some some shady stuff going on be- behind the enemy lines, and there's some. S- ex-CIA guys involved trying to, you know, do some deals over the border. So lots of stuff going on in Snowfall. I highly recommend it. You know, it takes a couple episodes to get into it, but once you're into it, you know, there's no going out. Snowfall is a thriller. It's exciting. Lots of good characters evolving. So I highly advise to tune into Snowfall. You won't regret it. For the better of the week this week, going to be a tough one tonight. Crappy, crappy slate today. Not a lot going on. Last week I went with the Lakers to take down the Bucks. They took care of business. I was all on the Lakers. I'm going with the Lakers again. They lost to the Sixers last night. Their first road loss of the season. They're now taking on the Detroit Pistons, one of the worst teams in the league. Seems like a trap game, I know. Uh, but and and you know, I guarantee LeBron or AD doesn't play, or you know, one of those two because of the back to back. But I'm going with the Lakers anyway. No way they lose two in a row. They're they're going to Motown. They're taking down the Pistons, but I'm taking the money line. So that means that I'm parlaying them with the Belmont Bruins, ten and zero in their conference, taking on Austin P. Also, it seems like maybe it could be a trap game. I don't know. I'm not trying to talk you out of these bets, but there's not a lot going on. So I'm taking Belmont. I'm trusting them. I'm trusting the Lakers. I'm parlaying together. Lock it in the Lakers Belmont parlay. That's all the time we have today on the Riddle Me That podcast. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Going to be cold this weekend, so stay inside. 
watch some sports. It's what it's meant for. Warm up a pizza, have a couple of brews, chill out. You deserve it. Everyone's working hard during this pandemic. Stay strong. Have some fun with some friends. Relax. Everyone deserves it. I hope everybody has a good rest of their week. Have a good weekend. I'll see you guys next week. Riddle Daddy out.